1: Love, talk Radio. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. We were
0: born to we were born to so what you know about sacrifice?
1: Welcome once again to a bright Sunday morning on the East Coast. It's 10 a.m. And if you're on the air with me, I am JT, a.k.a. The Master. And this is The Master Plan. And we're going to talk about guys that are born to rise. They got to rise up this week. It's a big week for guys that are looking to take their game to the next level. Yes people. It's the NFL Combine. We talk about the NFL 365 24 hours a day if we could because that's what I like to do. This week the NFL Combine starts. All 32 representatives from the teams that are in the NFL are going to welcome 330 invitees to Indiana to do their thing and show what they can do in the skills drills for whatever position they wish to aspire to take their talents to the next level in the NFL. The number to call in is 347-637-3220. I say that again. 347-637-3220 is the place to be if you want to talk to me, JT, and that would be the master quite nationally. Now, I apologize. Now, I said last week on this show that we would have a show on the 23rd of February, coming back from a two-week hiatus. Well, unfortunately, on the 23rd, I had a nine-and-a-half-hour blackout where I lived. And I had no power. Sitting in the dark with a battery-driven lantern as the only light for, for nine hours once daylight left, left the, uh, the area, the earth, I should say. So, this Thursday, the FSP Cruise Show will definitely be back, barring another blackout. Um, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Jeff and I will be holding it down, and anybody else that wants to join in the conversation, we will definitely be there. And if you didn't listen to us on Thursday because of what I just described to you, you get an added treat today because we carried the FSP Crew Show from Thursday to the last Sunday in, in February, believe it or not, we're going into March come this Wednesday, and it, even though the show is named the Master Plan, I'll say it's the Master Plan slash the FSP Crew show because besides myself, I have my esteemed co-host, the man with the plan, my fellow Jersey guy. They call him Jay. I should say Double J, Jeff the Joker. What's up, my man?
0: Hey, Jerry, how you doing? Oh, uh, I'm on the road now, so if if I drop out without saying goodbye, that means we got disconnected or something. Um, Boy, you just brought back some uh, blackout memories. Of course, <laughs> not that long ago, Yep. Um, you know, uh, with, after, after Hurricane Sandy,
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: I can't complain about the blackout situation where I live, but at my job it was horrible. Uh, mm-hmm. And at the time I was night manager at a group home, and you know, of course, they, they didn't have they had like one flashlight at the house because the manager wow. was, was was an imbecile. So I, I right. used to bring my own for it, and it felt like forever. It was a few days. I'd bring my own flashlight to work and take it back home with me. Not to oh, be wow. selfish, but hey, uh, why you know let other people uh, you know uh, provide for themselves? You know, I'm not you know what I'm saying sometimes you got to look right. out for number one. Right, and, and, and believe me, you needed the flashlight you know, late at night, you know, get by without it during the day, in the early evening, and I remember, when was it, it was, uh, I don't know, it was in the mid, I don't know, it was a couple years after uh, 9-11, there was a big blackout, and of course, at first, people were concerned it might be terrorism, and supposedly terrorists, they, they, they don't go for blackouts, they want, they want something with blood, unfortunately, but that that's, mm-hmm. unfortunately, that's frequently a concern when anything happens in the New York area. And it was during the summer, I don't know if I remember, I think it was a Friday night, and boom, we had a, a decent chunk of a blackout. I mean, yep. a lot of the tri-state area was, I think, at least a few hours, and, uh, you know, it's like, what do you do? What do you do? I mean, it happened, yep. uh, I was getting ready to leave work, going home, the traffic lights were out, nuts. Um... And then, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I thought to myself, let me take a shower before it gets dark, you know, because even though I usually <laughs> yeah. shower in the morning, but I figured, hey, mm-hmm. you don't know how long this thing's going to last. And then uh, uh, out of boredom or whatever, I, I, I walked to the liquor store, and there must have been a line around the block because I could see the liquor store owner, I, I assume he had a backup generator. Because mm-hmm. everybody in the neighborhood is out, and you know, and for most of the area, but but he was still going, and it, you know, a lot of people got backup generators after Sandy, but this guy sure. must have had one, and believe me, it paid off for him that night. Um, sure, but uh, you know this uh this combine thing, it's so funny. I mean, I guess it's you know the draft went from you know, a small closed door event that people barely paid attention to till now it's, it's huge. And the combine kind of went in the same direction. Uh, uh, it, it's funny. I mean, uh, you know, in the early days, they didn't even have a combine. I mean, I, I think, I mean, the combine, you know, of course guys need good game film and, you know, but a lot of it is uh, interviews and just showing that you're mature and prepared et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, it's just what a big business it's become. I wish they'd invite more guys, but I guess, you know, uh, since only, you know, what three, 300 something guys get drafted. They don't, I guess they don't want to open it up too much, but, uh, maybe uh, they should expand the training camp roster. So at least more guys will get a chance to have NFL teams, see him in plat in, in pads and, you know, going at it in practice, you know, and then they, you know, cause there's no developmental league, um, uh, but uh, you know, the, it, combine is a big business because the uh, most of these agents uh, they, they're, they're part of groups. These are big companies, and they know how to prepare players for the draft because they know that's going to make you more money. So uh, you know, when these guys when they finish their uh, college season, you know they get they hook up with the agent and uh, they uh, set them up with guys to help them. Whatever needs to be helped, so that they'll uh, show well at the uh, combine, the uh, underwear Olympics.
1: Yep, and uh, the combine, they start uh, arriving day one, which is the which should be the twenty eighth. Um, the players travel to the uh, uh, um, Indianapolis r- register, um, hospital pre exam and X rays, overflow testing, orientation and interviews. Um, And then um, medical measurements, medical examinations and overflow testing interviews uh, start on March 1st. March 2nd is when the psychological testing NFL PA, uh, they have a meeting with the NFL PA uh, punters, uh, place kickers, I should say, and and special teams work out uh, media. Uh, and bench press interviews um and all that take place on Thursday which is the second Friday is on field workout timing stations skill drills and and quite naturally and the first day of the of those teams are I mean the groups are the kickers, uh special teams, offensive linemen, um and and um and then uh on March first, another group arrives, which would be quarterbacks and wide receivers, and tight ends. And then on, um, and, I'm, and then the workouts and medical exams and all that testing takes place for that, that group on day three, which would be the second. Um, another group arrives, so all these groups don't arrive at the same time; they arrive they different days. Uh, the day three would be the defensive linemen and linebackers. Um, and their their thing is from the second to the fifth, uh, and then uh, on the fourth, which uh, day four, which is the third on Friday, the DBs um, arrive. They go through their um, uh, registration, hospital, blah blah blah, and medical examinations. they t- testing, their interviews, and all that on Saturday and Sunday, and then Monday quite naturally, if you see it every every monday is uh the d b s now everyone always thinks that the d b s are the ones that are going to uh, in quotation marks have the best chance um with along with some wide receivers and running backs to uh chris johnson's uh um for, um forty record and it always highlighted uh, and i don't know why it just it's just a combine they they always have Ended with the DBs. Now, supposedly, supposedly there may be a change in in uh, the scouting combine exclusion rule that could be coming. Let me read this article from, from Mark, uh, Mike Florio, which was dated um, February 25th, which was yesterday, um, and um, maybe Baker Baker Mayf- Baker Mayfield will be going to Indianapolis next year after all. As the 2017 NFL Combine approaches, criticism is intensifying regarding the rule that keeps incoming draft picks with certain types of past off-field misconduct away from all league-sponsored events. The teams will evaluate the players regardless of whether they are invited to Indianapolis. They prefer that the players be available in one place at the same time. Now, there's going to be independent workouts regardless because not all players that may be drafted uh, or possible free agent pickups are going to be at the uh, NFL Combine. Even though it's 330 players, there's a lot more that, that's out there that have a possibility, a chance of getting into uh, and signing onto an NFL team and, and uh, making a name for themselves. While it's unclear how the internal opposition to the rule will manifest itself, the rule could be modified or flat out dumped. The competition committee could be, addressing the issue later this year with the anticipation of some sort of a change coming up by 2018. As, the current, as to the current rule, a league source who objects to the rule has raised an interesting question. How many league employees would be banned from working the scouting combine under the same standard that has resulted in players being ejected from it? How many media members likewise would be barred? Potential hypocrisies aside, the team wants to be to be able to evaluate all players deemed talented enough to participate in the scouting combine. Keeping them away due to past misconduct won't change that. If anything, it provides a solid chunk of evidence that could be used if a player with a criminal record who eventually goes undrafted alleges collusion. What's your thoughts, Jeff?
0: You know, I, I think – I assume Roger Goodell was behind this because it sounds like a a Goodell thing. This guy just doesn't get it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, you know what? If a guy, and frequently it's allegations, it's not necessarily convictions. Mm -hmm. Uh, If a guy has an incident or something, you know what? Let him meet with the teams. Let them speak with him. He could explain himself. And this is part of the combine, I thought, because there have been guys who had incidents and teams want to know, you know, what do they have to say about it? And, and, uh, but, you know, uh, this is just classic Goodell, uh, lack of due process. I mean, I don't like the idea of excluding a guy from something that important. Um, uh, you know, just based on, you know, uh, you know, uh, what, what could, you know, often is a minor incident. I mean, you know what? Hey, let the teams judge for themselves. You know, um, I, I don't get it. I don't like it. Um, but uh, I, I got to get going. But uh, okay, I, you know, I you know I'm not a big baseball fan. But they uh, they they finally to uh, speed up the pace of the game. They're gonna um, you know uh, get rid of the intentional walk. Now they can just the manager will signal. So you know that happens what well. once every other game. I mean, yeah. Give me a break!
1: Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: you want to speed yeah. up the game, get serious. You know, put a, a, a clock for the pitcher. You know, uh, don't let the batter step out of the box too much. Of course, the players object to this, but you know what? The players have too much power. You know, the lunatics are running the asylum, and uh, they're 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 ridiculous. But a clock, it wouldn't change the fabric of the game. It's still three strikes, you're out. Nine innings, but you know. None of these guys with OCD on the mound because I'm tired of that nonsense. Well, I got to go. I'll catch you later, Chief. Bye-bye.
1: Take care. Catch you Thursday, Jeff. All right, that was uh, my man Jeff. He made a brief appearance, which is fine. Uh, We definitely will be together on 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on a Thursday night, which is the FSP cruise show. Tune in. Uh, Jeff and I are always always opinionated. Sometimes we clash on on our – our opinions, which is fine, and we agree to disagree that 's no problem. I got a lot of respect for jeff and and, and hopefully like hopefully likewise toward me Jeff has and uh, we do have a good conversation um ebony and ivory, and uh, we had different walks of life come from a different mother um but Jeff is from a brother from a different mother to me so um it is what it is anyway, like I said, the combine starts uh they start filing in. Uh, february twenty eighth and it ends March sixth believe it or not people, this is the last Sunday in february wow we're we're going it this year is flying hopefully the next four years flies by <clears throat> unfortunately, okay anyway uh, I talked about the and and I didn't get my opinion. Now, quite naturally, if you're a, a, a murder suspect or if you're something in, that has to do with a felony, um, public opinion, I think this is – you know, I can't – i I'm trying to think why, why they would do this, um, talking about the uh, – letting players with certain past histories – participate rather than banning them like Joe Mixon like um, I'm trying to think of his guy's name I we talked about it before a running back uh, uh, Kamara um, or um, those two just two guys off the top of my head I think there's a linebacker that is being banned also because of off the field uh, um, uh, discretions those guys probably next year if they change this rule will probably be those type of guys will probably be invited Um, Oklahoma's quarterback um, recently got arrested for uh, public intoxication, um, uh, 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 disorderly conduct, and and, um, resisting arrest. Uh, For those who don't know, just Google Oklahoma uh, quarterback and you'll see what I'm talking about. Now, he came back this year, so I imagine that Next year, he's going to try to. I don't know if he's going to be. Depends on the year, but he has been a a uh, um, part of the Heisman talk. So I imagine that he'll be invited next year to the combine if he declares that he's going to go pro. And then someone like him, if he ever if he gets convicted of uh, something like that. Even if he doesn't, I mean, it, it's it's a matter of if you put a stain on your on your record or, or on your on your resume, um, even though it may still be going through the um, court system or trial process or whatever, um, until there's some type of resolution, you are going to be excluded as if we speak now from coming to the end of at NFL combine even if you are someone that definitely would be drafted in the NFL now I got to believe that and I'm almost guaranteed that the guys that we are talking about the ones this year uh Akamura or Kamara um and uh, the running back and the other running back Joe Mixon out of Oklahoma um are going to get drafted now, it'll hurt their draft status uh, and not being able to come to the combine. But I, like I said, these teams, if they feel these guys are draft-worthy or worth looking at, will hold private workouts. And quite naturally, they still have a pro day. Now, a lot of PR goes into whether these guys are ever going to get drafted or not. Joe Mixon, got it, that he assaulted a woman. It's on tape, you can it's live and in color. it's not like it's it, it's a hearsay it it's 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 and it's not like and I'm not I should compare it to a ray rice type of thing, but it, it it's it's comparable. it's not the uh, um exact same thing, but it's comparable. Let me put it that way. It's on tape, you can see it like I said, live and in color. And it may be a poor choice of words, but out of sight, out of mind, you don't have that visual, visualization of actually seeing it. You, you, you hear about it. This is what happened. Um, this is how it happened. This is why it happened. But then a year later, it comes back, just like it came back to bite Ray Rice. Now, if it hadn't been a... And I'm not trying to justify it, but I'm just, I'm just laying it out here. If it hadn't been a videotape of Ray Rice committing that act, it's a great possibility that Ray Rice would be in the league still as we speak. Still as we speak. I got to believe that. I can't see any, any, any two ways around that. He still would be in the league. But because that tape came out He's been like a pariah He's been like a pariah And I can see it on both sides Why he would be a pariah Because of actually the act The act and what he did But Many others Have had second chances To make things right And And one indiscretion, as heinous as most people would see it to be, in my opinion, and in just my opinion, should not have exclu- excluded him, because I think he's, he's, his time has passed now, from being a member of the NFL. Because he, he he, Rice has done a lot of good for a lot of people for, for quite a while before that came up. Never had a stain on his record. College, and up until that point, professional. Until that point. Like I said, can't excuse it. I'm not excusing it, not making any kind of um, uh, um, uh, excuses for it at all. But I think he should have gotten another chance. He, he was a good dude. Uh, extenuating circumstances. Put him in a situation. Put both of them in a situation. To, to uh, see things escalate to the point where what what, thing, what happened happened. This what it is. Uh, we got five minutes left in this show. Cause I, uh, we're going to make it a brief show because... We're going to be talking about a lot about the Combine next week. Because like I said, um, on the Sunday of next week, the deep, the um, defensive linemen and linebackers will be Performing airwares On Saturday On the FSP show The Wide receivers and quarterbacks And tight ends Will be Showing what they can do On Friday Offensive linemen And the running backs Will be showing what they can do So over the weekend over the weekend Saturday and Sunday we'll be talking about the skill positions the ones that make fantasy what it is want to make the NFL the big splash players what it is quarterbacks wide receivers tight ends running backs we'll be we'll be talking about the running backs on Saturday we'll be talking about the running backs quarterbacks and wide receivers on Saturday, I should say, and tight ends. And, what, and I'm going to be wrapping those things up on Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, because by then, when I, the master plan comes back on the, all those players that are going to be fantasy relevant, that are going to be the guys that are going to get the big headlines for the most part, quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, maybe some tight ends I're going to have all their their um evaluations wrapped up and I, I give you my assessment of what I've seen, what I like, what I don't like, what I think uh, um other players that are not at the combine can rise up and surprise uh I always have a sleeper or two in running backs well i'm trying to expand that I think I have one at least one hopefully he does what he needs to do on the um in the n f l combine to reaffirm what i'm what i'm thinking but i always for the last several years i've always given you a sleeper running back i think uh two thousand and and uh fifteen With was a down year for me. But every year before that and last year, I've given you a running back. Whether it's coming into the league or whether he's got one or two years into the league, I give you a sleeper running back, and he's not disappointed. Arian Foster, Jamal Charles, Le'Veon Bell, Melvin Gordon, those are the the guys that I've given you uh, before they exploded on to the scene. Hopefully, I can give you at least one more, either coming out of the combine or coming from the league in the second, third, or fourth year. I pride myself on bringing that to you, and now I'm trying to expand it to at least. One wide receiver That I like So tune in next week 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time Where we're talking more about the NFL Combine because the results Will be in It's time for these players To rise up This is probably starting off One of the biggest days of their career Some of them Are Non-descript right now can make a name for themselves, and they're thinking about that. Some high-profile players are going to be exposed. Are you for real or not? It's time to rise. If you think you were born to rise, it's time for that. So without further, without the, uh, uh, any kind of reservations, I'll say to you, tune in next week, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am JT, a.k.a. The Master, and we will be out of here.